Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, powering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we're talking about how God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So the Bible starts with the story of pride. Adam and Eve, they wanted the knowledge of good and evil, knowledge of God, and they bit off more than they could chew, literally, with the fruit. And their pride led to what we now call the fall. And often we view this as something that happened in history, which loses its symbolic meaning. Um, But it's pointing to something much bigger. It's pointing to the transcendent. It's pointing to this truth. There's truth in it. And all truth comes from God. There's truth underlying in everything. This truth in this story is a reoccurring theme pattern in our lives where we are naked. We are in the garden at some point. In the garden is harmony. It's this perfect balance between father and mother, nature and culture, these dual elements of life. It's the yin and the yang, but in the light and darkness come together, which actually become one. It's when you're in harmony with God. It's when you're when you're in touch with God, when you're in touch with the truth and reality, right? When you've been working on your relationship, your faith in the Lord, you find yourself in this garden where just everything's coming together. Everything's aligned. You're able to just trust him. You're letting go of yourself and you're allowing God's will to be at work, to be working in your life. And this happens in our lives. You know, there's times when you just seek his face, you find him in everything, in each moment, in each human. And you can just be naked, which is a mystery because it's terrifying, because you're vulnerable, but it's also such a freeing feeling. It's You're naked, you're in the garden, You've been working on taking your time to develop your relationship with God. But things happen. The serpent in his subtle and cunning ways comes and he tempts us. It happens all the time in everything where we are called to sway away from God and we are called out of the garden. We, we've, our pride leads to this fall. Pride gets the best of us. And pride plays a huge role in our lives. And I think often pride is seen... Pride has a lot of subtle ways. It often comes off, you think of it as something that you can just see in people outwardly. It's reflected in how they act outwardly towards everything. But pride is this force that is always alive in our lives. It's it's like the serpent. It's, it's subtle. It's sneaky like a snake. It's cunning and deceptive. And I struggle with pride a lot, right? I get caught up in worrying about me, me, me all the time. My ego my small self, you know, my agenda. If things don't go my way, it's a reason to complain. If someone doesn't do what I want or expect, it's their fault. I curse them. If I don't get what I want, it's a reason to be upset, feel sorry for myself, and curse the world. If results don't come when I want them and outcomes don't happen like I thought, then I've been done wrong, right? Our pride is anything that inflates us. It's always a lie. It makes us feel and appear bigger than we really are. It makes us feel like we deserve something and we're either a victim, which keeps us small and at the mercy of everyone or everything else, which again is our pride, it's self-delusion, it's a lie, it's our ego, or we have the high grounds and we are better than everyone else. Pride says I'm right, God's wrong. Pride puts ourselves above God and it's an epidemic. It ails every man. Pride is ignorance, it's blindness, it's a lie, it's self-delusion that leads to self-destruction. And we know what happens when we are prideful. It always leads to the fall. 
So how are we going to deal with this? How do we overcome this pride that ails all of us, that's always at hand? And this is a very practical and applicable, sorry, I said that wrong. It's very practical and applicable strategy we can use that we can embrace in our lives, and that is humility. It's striving to embrace this each and every moment that can really free us. It can help us return to the garden where we can just be naked and vulnerable because we know humility keeps us in touch with God. It keeps us in touch with reality. It keeps us... The importance of staying in touch with reality is because when we move from our pride, we are moving from our own filter, our own our own self, the way we want things to work, which... It's just that's not how the world is. The world doesn't conform to you. It's humility opens us up. And at first, humility is thought of as a weakness. You know, someone who's humble is going to get walked all over. Humility, however, keeps us low. It helps us stay grounded and centered. And when you're low, the only place to look is up to God. When you're full of pride, you're looking down upon everything and everyone. You miss what's above. This is so important to embrace because you're either humble or you're going to get humbled. And either way, life is going to punch you in the face. Life happens, right? And when we embrace humility, though, we voluntarily accept where we are, where other people are, our own lives, what has happened and what is happening. It helps us say, it helps us stay low. It helps us realize that I really don't know that much. You're able to move from this place of compassion from your heart. It helps us keep God at the top. And we know when God is at the top of the pyramid, then the whole structure is in order. Everything falls into place. Humility is this knowing and accepting of our own ignorance because we are pretty stupid, right? You think of everything that there is to know, then you think of what you know. You know absolutely nothing. And humility helps us embrace that and be okay with that. It opens our hearts up to God, who is all-knowing, all-present. Life happens, and oftentimes things don't go according to our plans, our agendas, our wants and desires. It says Isaiah 55, 8, 9, I believe, For your thoughts are not my thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord, because the heavens are higher than the earth. That's the thing. We just have to embrace that. And it's comforting in knowing that, right? Oftentimes, we always want to be in control. We always want to be in the know. This is our pride. We want it all. And we bite off more than we can chew. But we, the heavens are higher than the earth. It's there. We can find peace in knowing that God's ways are much higher than our ways. Like I was saying, oftentimes life happens. Things don't go according to our plans, our agendas, our wants, our, our desires. And this can be a reason to curse God because of our pride or let go of ourselves and embrace him, embrace what's happened, embrace what's happening. Open our hearts up to what he is doing in our lives, what he is trying to teach us, the path he is guiding us on. And you become like a flower when you do this. You open yourself up to everything in life. You open yourself up to his grace, which is always working, right? We said truth is underlying everything. There's something, it's always pointing to something bigger. And when you open yourselves up, when we open ourselves up, we open ourselves up to God, the the underlying truth in it all. We allow him to teach us through it all. And I had seen someone that one time that said, to the one who pays attention, life is always teaching them, right? When you when we are aware of God and everything, when we can work to let go of ourselves and just 
embrace humility and find him in it all, no matter what, it's always teaching us. It's always meant for us. Accept whatever comes to you woven into the pattern of your destiny for what more could aptly fit your needs, right? There's often times in life where like, no way this is meant for us. We think, we look at things as bad. We label things as bad. And right, things don't always go our way. Some horrible things happen in our lives, but it's only bad if we're unable to find God in it. If we can work to let go of ourselves in the end, we can see how it was all meant for good. It's all meant to help bring us closer to God, meant for us, for our souls, for us to become who we truly are meant to be. And in as you open yourselves up to God's grace, you become more beautiful. The same, just as a flower opens itself up, it becomes more beautiful. You become more beautiful when you open yourself up to everything that is happening. You open your soul up and it's reflected in who you are. You become this mirror of the divine. It's not because of you though, but because you've opened yourself up to this grace from God. Like the pollen that opens you up, it's all grace from him. And in the end, you'll find that it's all good because it's all by his grace. And it might be hard to see right now, but as we continue to work to let go of ourselves and our egos, we can surely find the good in it all, find God in it all. And pay special attention to those places where you continue to stumble and fall. What is God trying to teach you through this? So something that really used to cause me to stumble was in traffic. I would just get so impatient. I would use the middle finger and I would honk the horn and I'd speed past people. I'd get frustrated, impatient. I'd get caught up in myself. I'd get worried about myself. And this is a point in my life where I kept feeling this resistance. I was unable to just let go of myself. And when I was able to do that, when I finally could let go of myself, embrace humility, it just opened me up. It was like God was trying to teach me there is no rush. There is no need to be impatient and just it was just silliness. It was pride and self-delusion. And now it just doesn't bother me anymore. And so finding those places where you continue to meet resistance and opening yourself up to whatever God is trying to teach you, that's healing. That's therapeutic. And you become like this flower again. So what is God trying to teach you through this? These stumbling stones in our lives become stepping stones when we humble ourselves and open ourselves up to God. And if you're still struggling to find the good in something that happened maybe in the past, work to let go and open your heart. What is God trying to teach you and show you through that? How is it meant for you? Not happening to you, but meant for you. Humility embraces that it's all for me. Right now, whether it seems like it's good or bad, in the end, it's going to be all good because God is in it all. Behind that resistance towards whatever you're feeling in your life is the growth and nourishment and further development of your soul. And is that not the goal of this life? We often think the goal is to gain worldly things, but the goal is to gain and let our souls flourish. Because as you continue to do that and open yourselves up to God, again, you become like that mirror and we're able to reflect God, the divine and do God's will, do God's work, build his kingdom. And we must know that nothing is going to waste with God, right? Something happens that you're still struggling to find the good in. It only goes to waste if you throw it out and are unable to find God in it. If God isn't in it, that's hell. Where there is no God, that's where you feel like you're psychologically, you're mentally, you're struggling to let go of something. You are in hell because you can't find God's face there. 
And we know that God uses it all for good. It says it. Romans 8.28, we know that in all things God works for good with those who love him. And then Romans 11.36 says as well that everything comes from God alone. Everything lives by his power and is for his glory. So the thing is maybe something, the thing happened in your life, maybe it is horrible. Maybe it was a terrible thing, a terrible memory or something that you're still struggling with. But that's not the end of the story. God is going to turn this tragedy to triumph because it's all going to be used for his glory. And pride creates a lot of issues. It causes anxiety, worry, doubt, fear, hate in our lives. All of these are this fruit of the root of pride. We worry because we don't trust God. That's pride. Our inability to trust this all-knowing, all-present being. We doubt because we lack faith. Again, we doubt what God's given us. We doubt where we're at in our lives. We're not able to trust. We feel we should be somewhere else. This is our pride. We're, lack, we're, we're not trusting God who is all-knowing, all-present. We hate because we're able to, unable to find God in others. We're unable to let go of ourselves, let go of our egos, and meet people where they are. We're, we're moving through our own lens, how we want to see things, and instead of seeing things how we should be seeing things through the eyes of God. We fear because we don't believe in the, his power and his love and his strength. Again, that's, that fear has, is chaining us down. We're not trusting in God. We're not letting go of ourselves and knowing that he would never give us anything that we couldn't handle. And all of this comes from our inability to let go of ourselves and just trust in God. Which means, again, going back to being naked, which is scary, but it's paradoxically very freeing. Think about what happened. When Adam and Eve, when they became aware of their own naked vulnerability, they had to cover themselves up. They clothed themselves. We have to clothe ourselves in fear because of fear. But when you're naked, you can just trust you feel vulnerable, but it's freeing. And we can embrace humility in our lives. We will find ourselves back in the garden in peace and unison with God. The best times in my life, is they come when I'm just trusting. Maybe not everything's going according to my plan, but when I just can trust, when I just do the work, when I stop fearing what other people are going to think about me, when I just allow, when I let go of myself, that's what it always is. When I'm able to let go of myself and just my self-image, you know, that's what I get caught up and worried about. What are other people going to think about me? You know, Proverbs 29 verse 25, fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. That's something that really holds me back because I get worried about my image, Sam, 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 all the time. You know, you go to a restaurant, oh, what is everyone else thinking about me? You go somewhere, what are they thinking about me? They're judging me, all this stuff. We get caught up in our heads and ourselves and we're unable to let go and just embrace and enjoy life. It's those times when I just can let go and trust. It's like you become this, you're able just to flow like the river. And I love Psalms 23, I believe. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. We're able to just rest in this green meadow and be beside these peaceful streams when we trust and let go. But that's humility. That's letting go of ourselves, our need to control and be in the know of everything. Faith is the only knowing. Faith is knowing that and being okay. Excuse me. 
Faith is the knowing that is okay with not knowing. That's what faith is. We're okay with not knowing because we're able to trust God. And humility can be applied at every level. And also, it's just embracing the fact that you're still here, that everything has worked up, worked out up to this point. And find, we can find peace in knowing that, find trust in knowing that it's all coming together. And growth in our lives are never linear. It, that's what makes it an adventure and a mystery, though. It's like, yeah, nothing's been linear, but it's all come together somehow. You look back and it's like, you could say that someone has been writing this script in your life and how it all, this story has come together so perfectly when we can humbly embrace what has happened. Like I was saying, humility can be applied at every level. It's practical. In work, right? And you can embrace, humbly embrace where you're at at work. Maybe you're not happy with your position, but humbly embrace that. Humility is letting go of yourself and realizing that this is where I'm at. And meet yourself there. Stop resisting. That's where you find peace and liberation. And just humbly, like, continue to show up, do the work. Like, if you're on a sports team, if you're not starting, you're not getting the playing time you want, you're not happy with your role, humbly embrace your role, where you're at. And that humility helps me say, okay, I got to keep working. I got to keep showing up. Instead of this expectation that I deserve to play, that's that pride, that's that moving from small self, moving from ego. It's like, Let's humility, let's humbly continue to show up, put the work in, embrace where I'm at, do my role, my job to the best of my ability. And in due time, I'm going to reap the harvest. If I sow now, I'm going to reap later. It's all coming together. This is this applies too in our in our faith lives, right? We just continue to put the work in because we know that it's not about what happens here. It's It's what's eternal. Same with your fitness journey. Maybe you are... It's just humbly embracing where you're at, looking in the mirror. Maybe you're not happy with where you're at, but humbly embrace yourself. Maybe you're not happy with your weight, but instead of resisting that and feeling sorry for yourself, it's just meet yourself where you are, humbly continue to show up and do the work. You know, yesterday's gone. Today's a new day. There's new work to be done. And it's embracing other people. Humility is so important in doing this because oftentimes we have this expectation about how others should act how they should be, where they should be at in their lives. And that leads to us judging them or casting them out, telling them how we think they should be living. But that is, again, our pride because we have to realize maybe you're in a good place in your life. But, for example, I feel like I'm in a better place than I was a year ago or two years ago. But it took me being in that place where I was at in order to get where I'm at now here today. Like if someone, you could have came and judged me then, but it wouldn't be a reflection of what was to come. A criminal today, but a changed man tomorrow. That's the thing. It's just humbly accepting and embracing people as well in their lives. And when we do this, when we let go of our expectations of who we think people should be, how we think they should act, and we can meet them where they are, it is so freeing. It is so... It's just we're able to let go of ourselves and you can just see them for who they are, where they're at in their journey. And when you expect nothing, you receive everything. It's in life as well. Humility is so practical in life, right? Things don't go your way. You're, and when you can just humble yourself and open yourself up, okay, what is this trying to teach me? How is this meant for me? How can I just trust that God is using this? I don't have to worry about it. I know it's all coming together. This humility is accepting and knowing our own ignorance. It allows us to 
shut our mouths, open our eyes, our hearts, and our ears, and listen and pay attention to everything. And just honestly, humbly embracing the fact that where you're at in your life, someone on the earth, and it's not even about the material things again, but like, think of the all that you have. Humility helps us stay grateful for all the little things. And when you can find gratitude and everything, it's like it's so empowering because so often we're overlooking where we're at in our journeys and our lives, but just humbly embrace where you're at, all that you have. And in that alone, you can find so much peace and freedom. And that's when the real work can start, when you can just allow, when you can let go of the little things that don't matter. Over time, humility helps us open us up to God And when we do this, we begin to truly understand and find what really matters. You're able to let go of that fear about what other people think or that judgment of other people, which just keeps us stuck in our small selves, keeps us prideful, keeps us in our own egos. But when we humbly embrace life, the fact that we get to do this each and every day, each and every moment, we can find God in everything. And if you know him in everything, what is there to be afraid of? So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting as well. Feel free to reach out. Continue to work to embrace humility in your life each and every moment. Let go of ourselves. I struggle with it the most. That's why I think it's so important. That's why I want to work to embrace this in my life. Um, Because if we can humbly embrace it each and every day, humbly embrace life, we become the humble servants we're called to be for God, for Christ. And we're the salt of the world. We're the light of the world. And we change the world one world at a time. So keep living, laughing, and loving. Keep sharpening that iron. Hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. See you next time.